0: Thank you for tuning in to Lunar Cats. We're going to hop into our next series, Van Life. This series we're going to touch base with uh one couple and two individuals who have pioneered on this van life type journey, adventuring, um transition of lifestyle. It's just uh, really cool what these folks are doing, and um, I can't wait to share their stories with you. First, we're going to talk to Zach and Diane, and they're going to tell us about their Melody Machine. I met Diane in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, while we were both students at Aquinas College. We took a speech class together and it was a really like small intimate group and um, we just all got to know each other really well and I always found Diane to be just such a beautiful person inside and out and it's such a pleasure knowing her and um, it's so awesome to reconnect with her in this way. So I'm really appreciative that her and Zach took some time out to talk with us and um I can't wait to share their story.
1: Uh, We were watching this show, and this guy from Michigan uh, was renovating a school bus. And we're from Michigan, and we just thought that was really cool. And the way that he kind of went through the process throughout the show made us realize that we could do it too. Uh, so Zach is, is really handy. He can talk about that a little bit. But um, that was really the the decision point for us was seeing someone else do it and seeing that it's something
2: we're capable of. Yeah, we got totally hooked. Um, the show Expedition Happiness, right, it's on Netflix? Uh-huh. Or There's some documentary about a couple that converted a bus and super inspiring. If yeah. y'all want to check it out.
1: Sometime. Yeah, they were definitely a big inspiration for us as well in terms of, you know, making the leap to to buy the bus um, again, because we we were watching them on YouTube at the time, but they do now have a documentary of all that same footage uh, that you can watch now um, elsewhere. But uh, that, yeah, that was just a big thing for us was watching this couple with their dog and. we just
2: got totally hooked.
1: They made it happen and we thought, heck, we
0: can make it happen. Let's do it.
2: (laughs) We just watched hours and hours of videos of people doing it. We were just so hooked. Yeah.
0: Where did the the name Melody Machine come from?
1: I don't think we came up with the name until after we had the bus. It's hard to remember, but uh, we went through a lot of different names, uh, options, and nothing really felt like it stuck until we came up with Melody Machine and the the reason behind melody was because we were aspiring musicians and that was something that we were just really invested in at the time. Um, and so melody machine just sort of felt like the right choice.
2: Yeah. The bus is just a big old machine and, you know, I just, I don't know if it did.
0: And you, you two made the transition into the bus right before the pandemic happened, right? right?
1: Yes. Yep. We got the bus, in 2017 and then worked on it for about two years, um, on and off, and then finally took off and started full timing, um, in the summer of 2019. So we had a good, I don't know, six months or so before the entire world
0: (sighs) changed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that, that must've been, uh, definitely interesting being in the van going through that. um, away from your family, but now you've had two full years of, um, living this lifestyle. Mm
1: -hmm. We have. Yeah. It's, it's nice to hear that. That's pretty cool.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Do you picture yourself continuing this for a while? I think in terms of tiny living, yes. Um, but we are
1: beginning to realize that the bus as it is right now is not a permanent, uh, Plan for us, and I guess it it never really was a permanent decision, but it definitely was a life changing one um but yeah, at this point we're we're very content with with our life and our lifestyle um so for now, yes, but maybe not forever in the bus
2: I mean, it's just doable like we could live in the bus forever, but like it's super nice, but we didn't make it deluxe like we don't have a shower or or anything like. I mean we would like to have like a tiny home with like a really nice, you know, bathroom and all the luxuries that we can't have in the bus.
0: So you're currently um like the bus is parked so you don't typically like drive it around necessarily. It's kind of stationary. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, for the better part of the pandemic, that's that's what we've done is sort of stayed put.
0: And how like when you first started, did you did you guys have an agreement to not work? Um, And how has like working kind of transitioned for you throughout not only the pandemic, but kind of like living on the go a little bit?
1: Yeah, I think that might have been one of the scarier. Sorry, our dog is scratching. (laughs) Oh, that might have been one of the scarier uh, decisions we had to make was leaving the stable jobs that we had and, and choosing to hope that it would work out. For us, um, so originally, uh, we decided to look into work camping, which is um, something that kind of makes this lifestyle uh, more accessible when yeah. yeah when you look at it that way, uh, but basically, we had an arrangement uh, with a campground and you can make arrangements with different national parks or state parks um, and you perform work for them in exchange for a place to stay um, so that that's what we did initially. Um, and we got to be coworkers, which was fun. Uh, but at the same time, we were spending uh, 24 hours a day together. I mean, the only time we weren't together is when, you know, we were using the bathroom or taking a shower or things like that, um, which for us proved to be really, really wonderful. But I know that isn't always the case. So we feel pretty lucky that we got to work together and enjoy uh, 24-7 life together fully.
0: I remember seeing some pretty gnarly videos on your uh, your Instagram of like cabins and things that you had to clean. What did that job entail? Yeah, so we were
1: a housekeeping team. Zach and yeah. I were a housekeeping team. Um, so we did have to clean cabins. We had to clean bathrooms, showers, uh, just generally keep up with the grounds. We weren't responsible for like landscaping or anything like that. But uh, yeah, you know, people people would come to the campground to stay and not everybody treats it like it's their own home, so we, we cleaned up after people, uh, but it wasn't too bad.
2: It was nasty at times. <laughs> You've seen some weird stuff.
1: We definitely learned a lot about people in that time, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> and then leading up to your transition, um, so I know, Zach, you're you're essentially like a carpenter by trade or a plumber by trade? Yeah,
2: plumber. But I guess, I mean, I can, I mean, ever since young age, I've been, you know, working on stuff, and my stepdad had tools and and wood laying around, and I would just be building tree forks as a young kid all the time, Um, so just kind of growing up around, you know, tools and stuff, so it just kind of came natural, I guess, the whole bus thing. Um, It just totally seemed achievable to to us, Um, just with my capabilities, you know.
0: That's awesome. I love that that has transitioned into you, you two being able to do this together. And, um, you, you totally gutted the bus after you bought it, yeah, right? We did. Like you took everything we out totally of it. Totally
2: gutted it. It was super fun process and just, I don't know, it was just so exciting just to come out to the bus and just like get inspired and just start ripping stuff apart.
1: Yeah, I think it was really super fun to see it transform from a regular. School bus that we all you know know and love <laughs> with the seats and the hallway and you know the, think... the driver's seat and the mirror and all of that just to remove all of that and have a clean slate and then to turn it into something else was really a cool thing to
2: be a part of. Super awesome.
0: Did you have to like contract any of the work out or did you guys really build everything yourselves?
2: So yeah, I did everything besides like the spray foam insulation. Yeah, I did. I did subcontract that out.
0: That's amazing. I feel like being able to do the work yourself and just buy materials, do you feel like the overall budget for the van like de- decreased a lot because you did a lot of the, the labor for it?
2: Oh, definitely. Um, it, it's hard telling how much money we spent on the bus. Um, but, you know, it was not a lot of money
1: not compared to hiring hiring oh yeah 100 percent. so do you shower
0: at the campground yeah
1: so we've just been careful about you know finding places where we have the opportunity to bathe because that is something that's important to us um so you know different places have different quality um but we've been pretty lucky with with uh the facilities that we've been near
0: yeah, my buddy uh, Jacob, who I'm also going to interview uh, for this series, he has a Planet Fitness membership, uh-huh. and he utilizes that, that. too when he's driving his van yeah, around, I, I, and he just showers at the gym. I had
1: forgotten, but we did that at the start as well, um, because we before we started, you know, driving away from our hometown, uh, we we lived in the bus, but had sold our house, um, and so we were living on a friend's property. And that's what we did. We went to Planet Fitness, you know, every day after work to bathe. And um, at that point, we didn't we didn't have a toilet either, so that was a little tricky. We were going to the gas station, but we we have since uh, invested in a composting toilet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is it one that's like inside the van, or is it like a setup outside of it? Yeah, it's inside, but it's movable. So if we wanted
1: to move it outside, I've seen some funny pictures of people (laughs) bringing their toilets outside, Uh, but. It is. Uh, we, we do have a little bathroom, um, but essentially it's just a toilet
0: room. Um, so if what is so I'm guessing I'm just trying to picture the layout, like when you walk up the steps into it, what's well, kind of like, can you give us just like a little walkthrough kind of like a visual?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> so you walk in and like you have a couch, like a pull out couch kind of deal um, right to your to your left. And um, to the right, it's it's a pretty open floor plan. Um, we have like a little tiled wall with a a wood burning stove. Then uh, to the right side there, then you walk in and, and you'll see the kitchen. Um, to your right and left, um, countertops. Then you walk past the kitchen and you'll walk into like a little closet. Um, we're you know mostly Diane's closet. We're changing all our clothes and stuff. And you keep walking through there and uh, you get into our bedroom. You know, we have our bed, and we got the bathroom to the left. So it's a pretty simple layout. It works for us, and it's open, and it's, we, we've liked it.
1: Yeah, we were intentional about creating an open space. And as <clears throat> we said earlier, we watched a lot of videos when we were preparing to do this, and we were taking notes, and some of our favorite uh, buses that we had seen were the ones that felt open, and, and even if that compromises storage to us, it felt worth it to, to have an open space
0: and how did the did that layout of the bus um have to do with the fact that you guys have a dog and two cats with you
1: a little bit it did uh like we we of course have to bring cat litter along with us so uh we had to figure that into the build so we have a little area where the cats can go in through a little cat door and get to their litter um and then it has a lid that lifts up so we can scoop it Um, So things like that, definitely. Um, And when we first started, our dog was a puppy. Um, So we thought we would need like a crate area for her as well. So we did build that into the plan, but just ended up using it as storage because she doesn't need to be crated anymore. And what are your pet's names? (laughs) We have a 13-year-old cat named Pawnee and a 12-year-old cat named May. And our dog, I believe, is six and a half. And her name is Easton.
0: How have the cats adjusted to van life? Do they like venture around outside like where you're parked or like go? I just envision the cats like going on top of it and like relaxing in the (laughs) sun.
1: (laughs) They're kind of scaredy cats. uh, But that was my biggest concern, changing up our lifestyle from a house to a bus was how would our animals handle it? Uh, Because they had always been used to larger living spaces where they can run around. And uh, so that was a big concern of mine. Um, But we had this bus in our driveway and we were working on building it for about two and a half years. Um, So during that time, we would kind of bring everybody out to the bus, uh, one pet at a time, but let them get used to it. And of course, they were scared at first, but we eased them into it. Um, And by the end of the build, uh, we were sort of living in the bus while it was in our driveway. Um as like a test run and, and the animals did great. Uh, the cats seem to especially love it because of all the windows that they get to look out.
2: And they can actually run around too. I mean they'll they'll book around from the front to the back, like and just do laps, shoot around back and forth. It's yeah. pretty funny to watch.
0: <laughs> the cat zoom, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. I love that. I, I think it's um, I think that's a factor, like having pets that would stop a lot of people from kind of making this transition. And I love that you two really embraced it um, and you didn't let it become, you know, like an obstacle for you. Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, they're they're part of our family. So where we go, they go. And, and it's kind of nice, actually, uh, instead of having to leave them behind on a road trip, we we bring them along. So it's it's great.
0: Was there ever a moment where you thought having the pets wouldn't work or that just was never, it just wasn't an option, like point blank?
1: Well, there's one cat that Zach is least fond of, and I think he wouldn't have minded leaving her behind, <laughs> but for me, it was non-negotiable. I I love them so much and our cats, you know, we've had over 10 years, so there was just no way that I was going to let them go.
2: No. Yeah.
0: And you mentioned the the space difference between living in your previous house, moving to the bus. Um, is there anything that else that you miss, obviously, besides having, you know, like a walk-in bathroom of your own, um, that you miss house versus bus, what you don't miss, upkeep, things like that? Yeah, we
1: definitely don't miss the upkeep of the house. We were just talking about this last night with some friends, and I think that's the biggest bonus is that the chores are all smaller I mean, there isn't a yard to maintain and we had a swimming pool before and that was a lot of work and um just just the upkeep made a traditional lifestyle kind of hard for me personally. I didn't feel strong when I was working full time and trying to maintain a house and in a you know, a traditional adult life. It it just was wearing me down. So for me personally it's been a huge difference in my quality of life to live this way instead of
2: in a house. Oh, yeah. I mean, people mow your grass for you. They maintain your pool. You know, it's just <laughs> super nice. You <laughs> just get home from work and you can just relax.
0: Do you see yourselves buying another home again?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: or like keeping it more on like the tiny
2: side? Yeah, we. I want to probably like build a tiny home, like, a, you know, from scratch or, or probably have a builder do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're... I mean, we're going to be here for a while, yeah. I think. I mean, it's, it's hard telling, you know. I mean, that's the beauty of this lifestyle. You just really don't know what's going to come next. And
1: that that's something, yeah, that's changed our quality of life as well. It's just we don't have a set plan. And um, I don't know. It's sort of liber- liberating to be okay with that.
0: Have you experienced any, like, pushback from loved ones or family with your transition and, you know, like the length of time that you've been living this way. Um, at the
1: very beginning, definitely. There were people who did not get it and I can't blame them. You know, the most people live the traditional life and that's what works for them. Um, and so why would you do it any different? But yeah, there was definitely pushback, um, received some hurtful comments that made me question, you know, what the heck I was doing with my life. But, uh, there was just always this certainty that the two of us had that this was for us and this was right for us, and so we just had to tap back into that and, you know, cry and feel sad about the things that people might not understand. Um, but what's really beautiful is that because we've successfully lived this way for a couple of years now, uh, the people who questioned it or didn't get it or didn't have the vision, they see now that it's working for us, and and they are some of our biggest supporters. So it's that's been neat as well
2: i mean financially i mean you don't your payments are so low you know i mean to me it seems like this a smarter choice you're not tied down this huge mortgage and tied down to filling this big house with like furniture and doing all this stuff and you know paying big bills and stuff it's well no, it, it it's good it's good stuff if you can do it you know if, if you can live this type of lifestyle
0: have i'm just thinking about um, I'm just thinking about a house versus a bus. And I just love this idea that um, you're not using also like as much like supplies, yeah. like the sustainability aspect also of like, it's probably less energy, you're using less water, you have to be more conscious of materials, what you're buying. Um, would you say that it's also like shifted your ecological footprint as far as um, like your resources and what you use on a regular basis. Yeah, definitely.
1: And I think, you know, that's not something we we sought out to do intentionally, but like, just like you described, that's how it went. Um, Because we do have to be very aware of what we're buying. And I think when you tend to live in a bigger space, you stock up on things, whether it be food or, you know, magazines or unnecessary things that we have around, um, uh, little knickknacks. I was always guilty of that. Um, so I don't know. It is,
2: I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, you know, we save so much water. I mean, too, not yeah. having, I mean, we do dishes just, you know,
1: by hand, by hand. Yeah. But with the composting toilet, we've definitely saved on water and I feel pretty proud of that. You know, we don't, we don't even have to flush our toilet. So there, there's no water involved and, When you think about how many gallons of water are used in a bathroom every day, it feels good to know that that we've reduced that quite a bit. We
2: say probably thousands of gallons of water. I mean, being a plumber, you know, you you flush over a gallon per flush. And you think about, like, you know, you probably flush at least, I don't know, what, seven I don't know, a lot. Yeah, several times a day. Um, So, I mean, that's pushing 10 gallons right there, and that adds up real fast.
0: So, do you have
2: any, do you guys have any, like, monthly bills? Very.
0: Like, do you have to pay the campground or like internet or anything like that? Yeah. So it
1: depends on the park where you stay, of course, but um, and whether you're staying for a night or a week or a month or longer. So places will give you different rates uh, based on that. So I think you get the best savings if you are a long term guest of a park. Um, And depending on what city you're in, I mean that can really vary as well. But it's a cool thing because you can be in a large, expensive city and be paying. You know, a lot less in rent, so to speak, uh, than you would if you lived a traditional lifestyle in that same city. So, big time.
0: That's really cool. Do you have um, neighbors right now, or like how, how do your neighbors change all the time? Yeah, or I would say do you that's like been one the of, people that are there? That's been
1: one of the most like rewarding, but also sad parts is that you do get to meet all different people who are in this lifestyle for their own reasons, but they come and go. And so, and, and, you know, that's just the nature of staying at a campground is people come and go, but you can find really amazing people right next door and develop really strong, beautiful relationships with them. Um, and it's, and you kind of really embrace the time that you have together because, you know, it isn't a long-term thing that you'll be right next door.
2: And I mean, usually everybody's so happy too, because I mean, we're at a campground, so people are here to get away and have a fun time with their family and friends. and um all the full-timers here are also happy too because you know they're just loving this type of lifestyle they're either retired or you know just on a you know adventure so it's everyone's happy and that's a really awesome part about it
0: was there ever a place that you had to park the van overnight that like wasn't a great experience or when you first started out yeah
1: i mean there definitely have been some places maybe we learned after the fact that they, they weren't so safe um there was there was definitely one area um in mississippi we had gone and we thought it was great but later on we found out from a lift driver that it was one of the most dangerous cities and we had no idea so that's definitely something to look into um and then we've parked in parking lots overnight like walmart
2: parking lots and stuff
1: yeah so i mean you do what you have to but it's good to uh look ahead and and kind of see what you're getting into beforehand there's a a website or a program called Niche, I think, and it kind of grades cities based on all sorts of things that people who would want to live there would want to know. Uh, but safety and crime uh, is one of those ratings. So we try to look into that now. Um, but we've never actually felt in danger, I would say, while we've stayed overnight somewhere. It's more of a, uh, we either have to do this or we find out after the fact kind of thing.
0: Is it Pretty easy to secure the bus up when you're not there. Oh yeah! Like, is it just one lock or, or like? Yeah. So we have I don't know. I'm just two working windows. doors,
1: and they we have it set up so that they both lock, and then we also have um, security cameras set up so that we can keep an eye on things when we're away, Um and then our dog too serves as a little bit of security. She she's definitely here. Yeah. Getting, uh, barks at anybody who might try and intrude. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, and then as far as like food, do you, so do you have like a four top stove or a two, two like burner stove or how, do you have a stove? We didn't
1: go the traditional route with appliances. Um, neither of us are super great in the kitchen. Uh, so we, we have basics. We have, um, like an electric burner we can plug in and put on the countertop. We also have a gas one that we keep outside. Um, And then we have things like an instant pot and a slow cooker and a a toaster oven and an air fryer. So we've got appliances galore, but it's not a traditional microwave and oven (laughs) uh, just because, yeah, we're not big cooks, really.
2: We we seem to go out to dinner a lot.
1: One thing I will say, though, is back to being intentional about what we're buying, Um, you know, we can't go to a... A bulk store and stock up on bulk items we, we do have to be careful um and i found that we're eating a lot like when we do eat at home we eat a lot more fresh food uh, than we used to when we had a freezer and a microwave and you know living off of convenience so it's definitely uh changed for the better i think do you have like a little refrigerator as well we do yeah so originally we were going to do solar um and to be energy efficient zach had Uh, done a conversion on a freezer a chest freezer and turned it into a fridge and we had that over a year Um, and it worked well for us except for the fact that we kind of had to dig anytime we needed to get something out of the fridge it was a pain yeah so we did eventually switch to a
2: mini apartment fridge apartment size fridge with a freezer and fridge so that's been nice for us
1: yeah and it makes a big difference not having to to dig
2: (laughs) yeah to dig yeah
0: that's awesome um is there any aspect of like not having a full kitchen that you miss or not really Um,
1: I guess you know the saying there's too many cooks in the kitchen like when you live in a small space like this we're bumping into each other constantly um and you know we just laugh about it or kind of grump at each other and get on with our day (laughs) uh but yes it's it's a small space and so that can make uh preparing meals together a little more challenging (laughs)
2: I miss having a dishwasher for sure.
0: Oh, that too. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Nice. Yeah.
0: Those are I actually the one I currently have is the best one and the only one I've ever had in my life. And it's pretty awesome. It's a real luxury to have a dishwasher. We
1: do miss that.
0: It is. (laughs) So you two are also high school sweethearts how long have you been together? Like what's the full duration of your relationship? Yeah.
1: So we started, uh, dating, we became boyfriend and girlfriend, uh, in (laughs) June of 2007. And, uh, we stayed together obviously since then. Um, after I graduated from Aquinas, uh, Zach popped the question and we got married, uh, On our same anniversary date, uh, but in 2015. So we got married on our eight-year dating anniversary. And we are coming up on 15 years together this summer.
0: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Are you going to do anything like special to celebrate? Yeah, we
1: are. Um, I don't want to say where, but we're going to go on a really special trip. um, And we'll share about that on our social media uh, once we get back. But we are, we're going to kind of ball out and we're looking forward to it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we've never been to all-inclusive, so that's what we're going to do. And we're just going to eat a lot of good food and drink a lot of good drinks.
0: nice nice and for our listeners also um you can see like the life of your time in the van is is the handle at zach and diane
1: yep. z-a-k-a-n-d-d-i-a-n-e
0: awesome yeah there's i i love your content also i think it's um Again, I I keep going back to inspiring, but I just really love how you two are such a team and you seem to like really coexist well together. And um, one thing I'm really curious about is how do you guys manage alone time living in such a small space? Like is alone time important to you? Do you feel like you've had to be more intentional about that with each other and like for the sake of your relationship? That
1: is a good question. And yeah, we, we definitely focus on
0: being a team. That's something that we
1: make a priority is that we are a team and we work together and we decide things together. Um, and I don't know, what would you say, Zach? I
2: mean, we're just so used to being together, you know, so it's not a big change for us. Um,
1: as far as alone time, like we, yeah, we don't, neither of us feel we need a lot of it. Um, and again, we're, we're fortunate that we've just fit together that way and it works for us to be together this much. Uh, but there are definitely nights where Zach will put on his gaming headset and socialize with a friend back home and I'll put on my own headphones and be having a little dance party in the back of the bus. So we definitely do yeah. have time to ourselves or with sure. friends or whatever, uh, but it it isn't something that is as necessary for us as maybe it is for other people.
0: I love that. And you two also sing together, and you both play instruments, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would consider myself more of a singer and Zach more of the musician. Yeah,
2: I don't sing, but...
1: I think he can sing, but (laughs) he he probably won't do it publicly too much. And then, yeah, I know a few chords on the piano and have tried to teach myself ukulele once upon a time, but um, for the most part, it's it's Zach making the music and then I sing to it.
0: Have you guys done any like open mic nights or anything like that? Uh,
1: yeah, that's definitely actually a goal of ours this year is to start putting ourselves out there a little more musically. Um, it's something we thought about doing from the very beginning, but with the pandemic, those sorts of events, you know, just were less available. Um, we did participate in a in a tiny home festival where we performed a song, um, but that's been the extent of our public performing so far. Stay tuned. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Will you post it on your same Instagram as well? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's uh, That account actually started uh, as a music account for us. We had no concept of the bus when that first began. So if you scroll all the way back, um, you'll see mainly just music. And then the bus kind of took over our life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you had a lot of people on, like maybe people you don't know, reach out to you on social media to... Either like consult you or gain advice about how to transition into this lifestyle. Yeah, it
1: seems to kind of come in waves, but there do tend to be times where people reach out a little more. Uh, We did a tour with tiny home tours on YouTube, and so there was there was definitely a peak in people's interest at that point. Um, And then just other people along the way over the years have reached out for, you know, advice on a build, you know, how to do this or that. And so definitely, there's there's a great community of people all doing the same thing and we all lean on each other
2: uh we did a youtube too where i'd like take videos of like how to do stuff and then that seemed to really help people um but then we just kind of got lazy with making the the videos (laughs) and you know don't don't do it anymore but
1: is your is it on youtube yeah so um we have a youtube channel under the same handle zach and diane and that's where we post music and then uh we have a channel called melody machine where like zach said at w- at one point we were mm-hmm. posting videos of the build itself uh but we stopped doing that
0: and um you recently got another little van it's called the diddly we call it little the... diddy
1: because uh, little very ditty. often people will sing the john cougar mellencamp song to us little diddy about jack and diane little diddy about zach and diane uh so
2: We did all the time. Yeah,
1: we took the name from that.
2: (laughs) It seemed like so fitting, you know, because it's smaller than the bus and it's just little, so the little bitty.
1: Do you two still have your little smart car? Uh, No, we started out with that and then uh, it just became unreliable over time. Little things were going wrong here and there and it, it was to the point that we didn't feel safe using that as a vehicle anymore. So we upgraded to a Honda Fit.
2: I mean, it was perfect. It was convenient because oh, nice. it already had the towing package already set up on it. The smart card did. The smart card did. Um, so mm-hmm. it was just it was so convenient. And
0: it was perfect for what we needed at the time. And in the smaller van, what what is that
2: equipped with?
1: So we're still working on that. Um, it's it's in progress at the moment. Uh, but Zach can kind of give an update on where it's at and where it's headed.
2: So same with the van, like you know, I totally gutted it. Um, then you just kind of build it out piece by piece. Um with, like, walls and you kind of build the floor plan and, um, you know, do all your wiring and plumbing and stuff. So that's kind of where we're at right now is just kind of just putting putting the walls together and stuff and kind of laying out electric electricity and stuff.
0: But this one will be one that you can also, like, sleep in that you could, oh, you yeah. said, take for smaller trips
2: or journeys. For sure.
1: Yeah, we learned um, that driving a big 40-foot bus is actually – not the easiest thing. It's, it's
2: expensive, <laughs> especially in today's world where the gas is like four oh, yeah. bucks a gallon.
1: Yeah, but navigating in cities and stuff is just, it was very stressful for us, especially when we would arrive somewhere not knowing where to go at first. Um, having this big old honker <laughs> did add stress. So we're looking forward to uh, being able to zip around a little bit more easily uh, with the van.
2: You get to obviously different spots too that you can't get into with a big old bus.
0: Yeah, that would be difficult. Um so you guys are working now not at the campground. So do you have to drive to your jobs or are you able to like walk or how how does that work for you? Yeah, so
1: we we each um drive to work. I take the car and then uh with Zach's job, he has his own work truck. So that's super awesome and has worked out well for us.
0: That's great. Do you Is it, was it kind of hard to kind of transition back into like sort of nine to five after living in the van for a while, like sort of getting back to that type of schedule? For
1: For me, what was hard, again, it's like we were spending 24 seven together. We were so connected every hour of the day. And so that change was difficult for me personally. um, Just trying to, to, you know, be an independent person person again, uh, which is a good exercise. (laughs) (laughs)
0: do you like your you said you're working at a um sorry what office again chiropractic uh, acupuncture acupuncture nice do you receive acupuncture too just I do
1: yeah yeah it's pretty awesome
0: (laughs) yeah I've been kind of really curious about that is that something that you're kind of? Have you always received acupuncture?
1: Uh, no, actually, I had never received it when I started the job. Um, it just happens to be a perk of working there. Um, but uh, it was pretty cool to experience for myself the benefits that can happen so quickly from just a session or two uh, for all different issues.
2: Yeah, I guess I can. I actually went for the first time yesterday, oh, and awesome. it was it was awesome. Um, what should do like.
1: Yeah, she also does um, nutrition response testing. So she counsels people on their diet and, you know, making an optimum healthy diet.
0: Very cool. That's I did like a gut reset last year and saw a holistic doctor and uh, like a German naturopath. Um, and she also does acupuncture. So awesome. that's super interesting. Awesome. Um, are there any one other thing I'm curious about? Are, is just like, are there any reoccurring lessons or themes that have sort of developed uh, with living your van life?
1: Mm, I think I would go back to some of the things that I maybe said already of uh, the coming and going of people and places um, can be really beautiful, but also sad to let go. Um, That's, you know, that that's happening constantly where we meet people and then they leave or, you know, we go somewhere else or things like that. Um, but in terms of the lifestyle itself, I don't know. What would you say, Zach? Do you think there's anything that seems to keep coming up? Just happiness. We're really happy. Yeah, we're
2: happy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, like we talked about too, it's just, it'd be nice to have like an awesome, beautiful bathroom, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, it'll happen someday, but we're just so content. We just want to live in the moment and, because I know we'll miss this time right. when we get older.
0: Um, what do you think it will be like when you envision yourselves transitioning back into like maybe a house or, or something? Um, what do you think about that would be difficult?
1: I, I don't know. <sighs> I think uh, the main thing would be location. You know, uh, I have this dream of mm-hmm. maybe owning a little bit of property all over the place so we can go. And if we're still living on wheels, we can drive there and park there and live there for however long and then on to the next uh but uh, you know obtaining property is is a big step and again you know there there we go back to the mortgage and debt and um so it i guess those sorts of things would be the challenges uh, from my perspective just attaining property and a place to
2: to land i guess or grow some roots yeah we would like to have privacy and property and stuff like Obviously, we're surrounded by people all the time and neighbors, so it's kind of hard to just sit outside and just feel like you're totally private because you're not, you're not you know.
0: Would you say that it's been hard to maintain your friendships or, you know, things like that, kind of being away from family and everything? Um, have you had any friends like come visit you or? Yeah,
1: again, because of the pandemic, it's it's been a little bit. Of an a different situation than maybe it would have been um early on, you know we did have people that wanted to meet up while we're out somewhere you know miles from Michigan um and so a couple of people did that at the beginning, and then obviously travel was discouraged for a while there um so not a ton of visitors per se, uh but there are special people who keep in touch, and those relationships have really been strengthened uh because you know people make the effort and that's That's how friendships stay strong. So there are definitely people from home that make that effort to stay in touch. And we appreciate that a lot.
0: Was there ever a point during the pandemic that you felt like really isolated?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think that goes back to what I was saying about uh, when we switched out of the work camping and went back to the regular nine to five. Um, That was a big adjustment for me. I was by myself a lot. and. There, there weren't a lot of places to go and, you know, meeting new people wasn't encouraged. So it, it did definitely feel isolating. Um, and I think that's one thing maybe people should be careful of is to not let yourself get too alone. Um, because there is a world of people out there, whether online or over the phone or in person. Um, but you do have to make that effort to stay connected.
2: I hate to say it, but we actually had a great time during the pandemic because we met a couple here that... Actually, still live here at the moment too, and we're, we're good friends with them, and um, we we just always would was, hang out and hang out at the campground and hang out at the pool like every day, and it was it was it was nice.
1: It was, you know, again, there was a lot of sadness that happened around the world at that time, but for us, for sure. it, it sort of felt like everything was on pause, and we just got to be in the moment, and it was it was a nice experience for us
0: so that couple is they're still your neighbors now. Yeah, it's kind of funny that uh
1: neither us nor they planned to stay put, you know. The idea was live on wheels and you travel, but um I think because of our friendship that we formed, um it felt a little bit like a family at a time when we were all so far away from our families and um so yeah, we've we've stayed close with them.
0: And what would be like A piece of advice you would give someone who is curious about maybe um, exploring this lifestyle or you know trying to make a switch whether it be long-term short-term couple
2: individual
1: yeah I think we really are glad that we eased into it and that we did our research research
2: just I mean it's so nice with YouTube and just social media nowadays it's so makes it really easy to just easily do research and the other people's point of views and take your time, take your time, take mm-hmm. your time. It's a big thing. And don't stress yourself out too. Cause if you get too overwhelmed, a lot of people will kind of get halfway and they'll just end up selling it. Um, cause they get t- too overwhelmed or too stressed out. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just really got to be patient with the process.
0: Where did you find the vans so, just to backtrack a little bit? Was it like at a junkyard or like where I'm just curious about that part. Yeah.
1: So, um, as I said at the beginning, uh, Zach is is quick to make big decisions, and I sort of slow things down a little bit. So he was researching and researching all over the place. We thought we would have to drive, you know, a couple hundred miles to go find a bus, but because of his thorough research, he was able to find one um, just outside of Grand Rapids from a uh, Christian school there, and it had been their backup bus. And they were there's a law in Michigan that I think it's after ten years. Um, a bus can't be used to transport kids anymore. So they have to sell them. Um, and we just happened mm-hmm. to find one that was close by and within our price range. And we went out, I think, on a Friday to test drive it. And by Sunday, it was ours.
2: <laughs> and for anybody interested bus. in buying a bus, like, I'd recommend not buying one um in the Rust Belt, like up north, like, because it is rusty and stuff. And yeah. that's why we don't really drive it around anymore because it's just, you know, it's liable. I don't know, it's liable. It's,
1: yeah, nerve-wracking. It's nerve-wracking. Yeah. Like
2: there's, something's going to go wrong or break apart or something.
1: Because of the Michigan roads and the salt and the snow, yeah. uh, there's quite a bit of rust on the underside of the bus.
0: Mm. What year is it?
2: 2001. So wow. it's, it's older. But not that old. I mean, it's 20-something years old. Mm-hmm.
0: I loved how I like that you guys have the deck on top of it, too. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, that was it's been like fun. The, we don't really go up there much anymore, but we've had definitely some good memories up there. and Yeah. I know one time we had like like 18 people up there. Something like that, 16,
1: um, 18 people like at once. <laughs>
2: karaoke. We had a karaoke machine up there and just 18 people dancing around. And I was a little worried like somebody was going to fly off or get hurt, but yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's awesome. I could really see you guys almost developing like a consulting business of like, Hey, if you want to do this, we'll tell you how to do it. (laughs) There are a lot of people that are
1: in this bus community that, that are taking that on as like a professional job. Um, and they do beautiful work. It's really awesome.
0: Um, that's, that's really like, I just, I just think I'm just amazed by you guys. I've loved seeing this whole journey. And I also think it's, it's awesome that even after all these years, I could reach out to you and ask like, Hey, like, do you want to be on my podcast? Yeah,
1: Thank you so much for asking. Um, It's always such a treat to reconnect with you. And I know we've stayed in touch over Instagram, but uh, you're an awesome person and I love that you're doing this podcast and thanks for asking us to be a part of it.
0: Thank you guys. Um, I really appreciate you. And please everyone go follow uh, Zach and Diane on Instagram to follow all of their adventures with the melody or the melody machine um i really love your content and you guys actually have a decent amount of followers too by the way yeah
1: over the years we've we've accumulated quite a few and a lot of them are people in the bus or van life community um which has been awesome
2: we used to be a lot more active on it and um we just kind of i don't know
1: it became less of a priority for us once yeah. we were actually living the life. Um
2: <laughs> during the build when we first started, yeah. like we just loved updating people and showing pictures and stuff. Um it was growing really rapidly. Um then we just kinda stopped, you know, posting. Um and just but yeah, it's you know, it is what it is and
1: we and we still go on little adventures and we'll share things like that and our music on there. Um it's just not a part of our daily lives anymore.
2: Do
0: you think that living like Kind of living off the grid a little bit has like lessened your time on social media and just like the internet in general. Could
1: go both ways again because of you know spending all this time to ourselves. It's it's easy to get in the phone zone and stay there for too long. Um, but because you know there are all these beautiful things around us, nature and people and all of that, um, there's definitely an opportunity to put the phone down and just experience life instead. Um, so it's just, you know, all about time management.
0: That's really cool. Well, I really appreciate you too. And and thank you so much for being a part of this project with me. Um, and I look forward to seeing your future adventures and kind of how you guys keep, keep spending this life. I love it.
1: Well, thanks. And we, we look forward to hearing more episodes from your podcast.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Lunar Cats. Shout out to Zach and Diane for taking some time to talk about the melody machine. If you are interested in what Zach and Diane had to say today, go give them a follow on Instagram at Zach and Diane, Z-A-K-A-N-D-D-I-A-N-E. Their handles at Zach and Diane. Thanks for leaning back in to Lunar Cat's second series, Van Life. Join me as we touch base with two other van pioneers. Thanks again for returning to my podcast. And if you haven't already, please go give me a follow on Instagram for future updates and future series. At Lunar Cats L U N A R C A T Z Lunar Cats with a Z. Stay cool.